Have you noticed? And I'm sure you have because you are just smart viewers, readers, consumers of news. You've noticed how heavily weighted our political analysis is about the Hindi heartland. We talk about UP all the time, Uttar Pradesh. We talk about Bihar, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan. Even in the Hindi heartland, we are very UP Bihar centric. But we miss out so much, not just on the South, South, yes, but also on Maharashtra. In fact, it's quite ironical and also amazing how little do we talk about Maharashtra, which is what we are going to talk about now, as you must have figured by now. Maharashtra is the second most important state in India in terms of the number of MPs sent to Lok Sabha, which means it is politically the second most important state in India after Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh sends 80 MPs to Lok Sabha, Maharashtra sends 48. 48 and then you have states in the 40 ballpark, 40, low 40s, that is Tamil Nadu, West Bengal, so on and so forth. So how little do we talk about Maharashtra? Because Maharashtra is very critical for Narendra Modi, the BJP, for him to get his majority, for him to go past 272 and for his opponents, if they have, if they have a realistic expectation of keeping him below 270. Because for Narendra Modi and his BJP to go beyond 270, they have to sweep all of the Hindi heartland and then Gujarat, Karnataka and Maharashtra. Hindi heartland, Himachal, Haryana, throw, throw, throw those in also, Delhi and then then Gujarat, Maharashtra and Karnataka, right? So Maharashtra is very critical. Maharashtra, all right, he will sweep mostly. You can see that even the most recent opinion polls, the BJP will mostly sweep Uttar Pradesh. There is already trouble in Bihar because Nitish Kumar has gone away. But that is not what we're talking about now. We are only saying that, we are only pointing to the irony that we might have spoken a lot more about Bihar politics than about Maharashtra, which matters so much more. So to understand Maharashtra, First, see the big data, the big figures. In the last parliament election, of the 48 seats, BJP and Shiv Sena together, they had fought together. BJP and the original Shiv Sena, Uddhav Thakre Shiv Sena, they had won 41 seats out of 48. In fact, it became 42 because one independent who won, Navneet Rana from Amravati, she also aligned herself with BJP and NDA. So that is 42 out of 48. That was a very good strike rate. Okay, no, okay, not, not a clean sweep, but 42 out of 40, 48 is as good as it gets. Congress party won one seat, NCP, Sharad Pawar's party won four seats. Also, also as, as we told you, Navneet Rana, independent, won one seat but aligned herself with NDA. And also MIM, that is Oasis party, they also won one seat. Now, BJP at this point would like to repeat this because if they can't repeat this, then they have to get seats elsewhere to get to that 300 mark or at least past the 272 mark, which they definitely want to get because without that, it becomes a coalition government, a different kind of government. So for BJP, it's desperate, it's a desperate need to repeat the sweep in Maharashtra. For his, for the BJP's opposition, it's equally a desperate need not to let the BJP do so. So if you look at the only, the only data point we have is the latest India Today Mood of the Nation poll that came out just a few weeks back. That in fact showed that if an election was held today, then, then the BJP will not get anywhere near that 42 mark along with its ally. Its ally meaning the new Shiv Sena, that is Ekna Chinde's Shiv Sena is the chief minister now. It looked 
according to that poll that shiv sena's vote will go to uddhav thakre and mva maharashtra vikas agadi that is the coalition of uddhav shiv sena and and ncp shrad pawar's ncp and the congress party they will win 34 seats 34 leaving out the remaining 14 maybe the odd one some independent might win then what happens then the bjp has a deficit of nearly 30 seats from its from its target of 272 plus but really target of 300 plus right so that is why maharashtra is so critical once again to understand what happened the last time because that's a reference to what we are looking at now last time of the 48 seats bjp and the shiv sena or the original shiv sena nearly split these equally for contesting so bjp contested 25 shiv sena contested 23 of this bjp out of 25 that it contested 123 right shiv sena on the other hand out of the 23 it contested 118 so 23 plus 18 41 this time that shiv sena is not there and at least this poll mood of the nation poll tells us that eknath shinde shiv sena is not cutting it they are not they are neither getting those votes nor they are able to transfer those votes to bjp candidates in the seats that the bjp will be fighting now it is in this background and this perspective that today's tamasha in maharashtra politics is going on you are seeing these headlines these controversies about the symbol the election commission saying that the party that eknath shinde has that is the real shiv sena they've been given the symbol of bow and arrow tirkaman right dhanushman uddhav shiv sena has gone to court supreme court as you would expect so that that fight that tamasha is playing out but the important thing underlying that tamasha is what is it which shiv sena becomes a real shiv sena by 2024 and does enough messaging takes place before 2024 from the bjp's point of view that the real shiv sena is eknath shinde's he now has taken over the mantle not just of bala saab thakre but also his kind of hindutva which is not rational secularism which is what uddhav thakre now says is the ideology ideology that his shiv sena follows so eknath shinde in fact says that uddhav thakre has strayed away from real hindutva the real ideology of shiv sena and he is doing something else i don't like it right i don't like it so i am restoring the old the old ideology so that is the tussle right now now shiv sena shiv sena is no stranger to dissidents and no sena, no stranger to people moving away chagan bhujbal who is now with ncp has been with ncp for a long time he might have been the first real rebel in shiv sena shiv sena was set up in 1966 by bala saab thakre that's a very checkered history today we don't have the time to talk about that in fact we might do a larger feature under our series passed forward there because this party the shiv sena was encouraged and in a way created by the congress party in the 60s because in the 60s bombay was held to ransom by leftist unions they wanted to create a new force that would fight the leftist unions because left leftist unions had brought bombay's industry to a standstill so that is how shiv sena came up and in the course of time theirs became the strongest unions and they did indeed finish not just the leftist unions in mumbai but even the left in mumbai in the course of time they became a real party in fact 
for the first 26 23 years after 1966 they did not have a symbol because they did not even have enough vote share to be qualified by the election commission as a state party unless you are qualified at least as a state party you cannot get a permanent symbol so their symbols kept changing in every election like independent so they had they had the handheld torch sometimes they had a sword and shield in other elections and several others. It was 23 years later in 1989 that the Shiv Sena got its symbol. That's the symbol that has now been allocated to Eknath Shinde's Shiv Sena and that's why the fight. Now among the among the options that Shiv Sena, Uddhav Thakre Shiv Sena has asked for because if they don't get it they have to have an option. Among them also is the mashal, the torch, which they've used before and which they used initially, right? Besides that, the two other options, they have to give three options. One is the rising sun, one is the trident. Of course, this is also the time of hype. So one of the one of the leaders of Shiv Sena said, we really want the trident because we have to now slay a Ramana, not with 10 heads, but with 40 heads. That is the reference to Eknath Chende and his Shiv Sena, which has 40 MLAs, including himself. So while this fight over the symbol, etc. is going on, let's also go over the various dissensions and departures that the Shiv Sena has dealt with. So I told you Chagan Bhujbal left in 1991. One reason he left, he left for many reasons, but one reason he left was because he was a supporter of Mandal Commission report, implementation of Mandal Commission report, Balasab Thakre did not like it. And also for the local leadership of the party, Balasab Thakre preferred Manohar Joshi. He later became Chief Minister of Maharashtra, who was a Brahmin. So Chagan Bujbal in 91 left the party. He joined Congress party. Then he went to NCP. He's lasted out since then. 2005, Narayan Rane, who was a former Chief Minister under Shiv Sena, he left, he got disenchanted again because they thought, you know, now succession is taking place and Uddhav Thakre is getting it. Everybody wants to be, everybody wants to think that I'm a more worthy successor than the boss's son, but it doesn't work like that in real politics. So he left, he's now a union minister. And if you can tell me what portfolio he has, then you are really a brilliant watcher of Indian politics, right? Uh, completely nondescript, but he is he's a union minister with the BJP. 2006, Raj Thakre, nephew of Bala Sahib, quit the BJP. Once again, he thought that, look, I am the worthier successor to Bala Sahib than his son, that is, that is Uddhav Thakre. But you know, you say blood is thicker than water. So in a way, Raj Thakre is also from the same blood. But you know, this is purer blood when it comes to your own son. So son is always, the blood of the son is always thicker than the blood of the nephew. So because the son got the mantle of Bala Sahib, the nephew left and he set up his Maharashtra Navnirman Sena. And then Eknath Shinde has left. Now, Eknath Shinde has left with a large bunch of MLAs. This is the first dissension that Uddhav Thakre is handling. All other dissensions and departures Shiv Sena was able to handle sort of en passant simply because Balasab Thakre was around and he was such a domineering personality. Does Uddhav Thakre have it? I'm not saying he doesn't have it, but he has to prove that he has it. Right now, he's on trial and this trial, this trial will come up first of all with two by-elections that are coming up within two weeks. And these are by-elections in the seats of Chinchwad near Pune and Kasba Pet. Both are near Pune. Now, both these seats have been vacated because BJP MLAs have died. The sitting BJP MLAs died. So these are BJP's 
सीट्स शिवसेना शिवसेना इज नॉट कंटेस्टिंग एनी ऑफ दीज दैट इज उद्धव शिवसेना इज नॉट कंटेस्टिंग एनी ऑफ दीज बीजेपी ऑफ कोर्स इज कंटेस्टिंग इट सीट्स बिकॉज इट्स ओन एम एल एज हेल्थी सीट्स बट वन ऑफ दीज सीट्स इज बींग कंटेस्टेड बाई एन सी पी एंड अदर बाय द कांग्रेस पार्टी सो शिवसेना उद्धव शिवसेना इज देयर इन ए सपोर्टिंग रोल हाउ एवर देर इज ट्रबल देयर कांग्रेस इज कंटेस्टिंग कस्बा एन सी पी इज कंटेस्टिंग छिंछवाड़ बट इन छिंछवाड़ स्ट्रॉन्ग एस्परेंट फॉर शिवसेना कैंडिडेचर हु हैड कंटेस्टेड लास्ट टाइम ऑल्सो एज ए डिसिडेंट एज और एज ए रेबल when the bjp won that election it got nearly 1 lakh votes he wanted this seat and shivsena wanted this seat but ncp and congress did not agree so he has again broken away and he is now appearing he is he is now contesting as a rebel candidate now you might say why you bothered about two little by elections these by elections are important because these by elections will show us first of all how strong the bjp is on the ground how strong the mva is on the ground but in mva in particular how strong uddhav's shiv sena is is he capable of transferring the shiv sena's vote now to the ncp and congress candidates or not because unless he is able to do that then this new calculations of mva getting 34 seats out of maharashtra and lok sabha then those go out of the window but on the other hand if he is able to transfer his party's votes shiv sena's votes to ncp and congress now which is ideologically counterintuitive for him and for for his voters then it will be a very significant indicator in national politics for national politics now after that 24 municipal corporations in maharashtra have to go to the polls including including the mumbai municipal corporation which is the big prize once again all these municipal corporation elections particularly in the big cities that is mumbai pune nagpur etc aurangabad these will tell us who the voters think the real shiv sena is or more specifically who the shiv sena voters think the real shiv sena is but because once again that will have a strong strong implication for national general elections next year because unless unless the bjp sweeps maharashtra or at least sweeps it to a reasonable degree it will be that much more challenging to cross the 272 mark in particular because it may not get that many seats as many seats as before say in some of the other states say odisha say west bengal we don't know say karnataka we don't know so uncertainties for bjp will go up and as far as the other states are concerned hindi heartland gujarat even karnataka haryana uttarakhand himachal pradesh bjp had swept them almost a 100% even the last time so they had maxed those their numbers can't go up in those states that's why maharashtra is so important and everybody is watching maharashtra now maharashtra as we told you bjp's opponents are three components that is shiv sena that's much more in news right now and much more in trouble right now but there is also ncp and congress and both of those are also not in the most perfect or the healthiest of states ncp right now has succession issues because sharad pawar isn't getting younger there are also spe- always speculations about his health he is a very strong human being but th- th- there is always there is always speculation or calculations about his health he's got his daughter supriya sule so it does look like he might want her to be the successor but he's also got his nephew ajit pawar who's very ambitious and you know at one point he had walked out and temporarily joined hands with devendra fadnavis and bjp to be sworn in and that that ill-fated experiment didn't last very long now if so even now he, he keeps playing this this interesting game so posters came up just the other day 
showing him as the future chief minister now it may have been mischief we don't know it may have been done by his people or he may have deliberately had it done to make a point we don't know any of that but the fact is that there is tension within the ncp and sharad pawar is now uh, now responding to it by playing like grand nephew versus grand nephew so parth who's the son of ajit pawar he had contested elections in the past for lok sabha and lost but at the same time there is the other grand nephew sharad pawar's other brother's grandchild who is rohit who was fielded in the assembly election and who's an mla so sharad pawar might be playing grand nephew versus grand nephew also and that also is a space that needs to be watched and come 2024 we will know how much in control sharad pawar is because if he is fully in control then he'll pretty much manage it but if he is not then all bets are off or or if somebody walks off like ajit pawar walks off i'm not saying he will walk off but he has walked off in the past so anybody who's done one thing once can do it again conceivably so if he does so then that situation will change dramatically and you can imagine bjp will not leave anything to chance they will try their best in fact it will be one of their big objectives to try and split ncp the congress has its own problems the congress has an imported party chief in the states nana patole controversial character fiery speaker but he's been taken from the bjp if you look at congress's record it has taken borrowed party chiefs in states and each time it has it has not worked out for it it took navjot singh sidhu in punjab from the bjp didn't work out for it it's taken revant reddy in telangana there are lots of problems and dissensions because of that it took it made hardik patel its working president in gujarat you know how that ended up because ultimately congress did very badly in gujarat and hardik patel meanwhile crossed over to the bjp and and in maharashtra they have nana patole now his presence there has got a lot of the established leaders of the congress unhappy so recently we had the departure not from the party but departure as congress legislature party leader of balasaheb thorat balasaheb thorat got upset because he wanted a relative of his satyajit tambe to be given the ticket for an mlc seat that did not happen the congress on the other hand gave it to another leader of the same part of, of their own party what he did was while he took that seat from the congress he actually did not file his nomination he got his son to file his nomination as an independent supported by the bjp so that upset that upset balasaheb thorat and he is resigned as the legislature party leader all three parties shiv sena ncp congress right now have their own troubles and once again to repeat a point i made just a couple of minutes back the bjp will be working very hard to play with these fault lines in each one of these parties for the bjp at this point maharashtra is much more important than bihar and that's the reason i thought this time we i'll make a departure from whatever else might be going on and use use the troubles in the shiv sena over the symbol and which is over the symbol and the litigation of which is the real shiv sena to talk about politics and emerging fault lines and possibilities in india's second most important state politically that is maharashtra